member-owned, member-proud. That's Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. As a not-for-profit financial organization, Affinity Plus is for people who like people who care. And you get top-rated mobile banking technology you can use to bank conveniently on your own time, day or night, at home or on the go. Take your bank with you where and when you need it. Stop by the Brainerd Lakes branch on Edgewood Drive and Baxter to learn more. Affinity Plus is federally insured by the NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today our guest is Penny Kaler. Penny is a volunteer with Wild and Free Wildlife Rehabilitation. Penny, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you and thanks for having me. It's our pleasure. How have you been? I've been pretty good, pretty good, good. you know, trying to follow the orders and and uh, do what I need to do to do my part. Yes. Yep. So, so far, though, so good, not good. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Well, Penny, let's give a little bit of a bit of a background for folks who may not be familiar with Wild and Free. Tell us about you. Great. Absolutely love to do this. Uh, Wild and Free is uh, a nonprofit organization, and we, what we do is we rescue and then we vet, and then we rehabilitate wounded and orphaned wild animals. And our goal is to return them to their natural habitat where they belong Mm -hmm. and set them free, hence the the free part of wild and free. (laughs) (laughs) And because we're a nonprofit, of course, we really rely on donations and fundraisers and memberships to support us. And probably volunteers. And volunteers, yeah. Right now with the the COVID-19, we're not able to bring all the volunteers together as we have in the past, but uh, hoping that things will open up mid-May and we have one-on-one trainings scheduled starting May 18th. So if anybody wants to volunteer, don't hesitate. We'll we'll work it out over time, as is everyone. Absolutely. And where are you guys based again? Uh, thank you. We're based out of uh, Garrison, the Garrison Animal Clinic, and the two vets there, Dr. Katie Barado and Dr. Depp Escadal, are the the uh, spearheads of this organization. And boy, they sure do a great job. Just some amazing repair work on a lot of these animals that come in. Yeah, so yeah no doubt. And I know we're into spring here, and that's when some of the little babies start arriving, isn't it? You bet, you bet. And of course, it's always fun to talk about the animals first. So let me um, let me do that. And and Tess, you always remind me or the listening public about the fawns. Yep. Speaking of babies. Yep. And uh, it's important to leave the fawns if you happen to see one where he or she is, if they're quiet and just sleeping, resting rather in the woods because mom's nearby. Yep. And that's what they do. But if they're standing up, moving around, bleating, showing themselves, and you observe that over a, a period of time, then call Wild and Free, and we will walk you through what to do next. Okay. We get way too many fawns that are healthy and just mistaken for unhealthy. Oh, yep. So yeah. you know how that goes. But everyone, their heart's in the right place. And Absolutely. We that. Are you starting to see fawns already? Uh, not, we don't have any fawns yet, okay. uh, but boy, bears, we've had a lot of bears last year and this year. We just, uh, the DNR just came up and released four of the bears that we've been taking care of for about a year. Yeah, they've been uh, released? Four of them, but wow. we have the other four, 
and um, the DNA is coming back for those four this month. Hmm. So I don't know why the plethora of bears, but we still have, with those gone, we will still have with five teeny tiny babies. I mean, they're about the size of a cat. Wow. And, uh, oh, my the goodness. Dens. There were two dens that got uh, destroyed. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, and there were two in one and three in the other, so we have baby, baby bears, and they're just, they're cuddled together under a heat lamp, and we feed them twice a day with milk and cereal and bananas, and they're so cute. You just want to pick one up and take it home and put it on your bed with pillows, you know. <laughs> Think again. Think again. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> but pretty soon they'll be moved to the outdoor pens, and then we'll be able to, uh, when they can eat solid food, then they'll they'll grow. We'll have them for about a year and they'll be released next year. Wow. And just FYI to the everyone who's listening, we released the bears way far away. Yeah. So yeah. the DNR does that and they know they know how to do it, but it's not like we just set them loose in garrison. Yes, right. They're not just yeah. dumping them north of Jenkins. <laughs> in, in fact, Penny, yeah. I, I always found it interesting with the bears. Uh, you talk about feeding them, but once they get a little older and uh, these little ones you have, you actually disguise yourself so they don't know that you're human feeding them. We do. We don't want them to associate the human silhouette with food. Mm-hmm. So as, as soon as possible, we start with the costumes. And it's a kind of like a white sheet with a hood, which sounds a little weird, but um, they, uh, they uh, do that, again, so that the bears don't associate our form, our silhouette, with uh, the giving of food. So... Yeah. Interesting. It's like the Halloween costume. Wow. Yeah. But it's a good thing to do. Yeah. Well, this so, is, like Tess said, the time of the year when you're really going to start to see some babies come in. Uh, tell us about what's are. there now. Well, right now, besides the little baby bears, we just got a bald eagle. Mm. And uh, he came in, had a, uh, was hit by a car. Mm. So he's recovering from a concussion, but he'll be okay. We have an owl that, uh, same. Same thing happened, a car accident. But, you know, it's, it's good that people stop and bring the animal into us, so at least we'll give them a shot. And you can't help, help those things sometimes. Right. But um, the, the concussion will probably, the owl will recover from that, but he's got some eye damage. So that's a little iffy. We're watching that one. Mm, okay. And then um, fox done. We have, a, uh, we just got six fox kits and a oh. loon. Wow. A loon? I know. A loon, yeah. They're so awesome up close and personal. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But you have to wear big, thick glasses. We have these big goggles that you wear because their defense is their beak. Oh, So geez. we have to, when we're feeding them or moving them, which we have to do periodically, they, um, you know, you don't want to get an eye poked out, so we're big, thick, heavy goggles. It's all part of the training, you know. Well, that's you know, interesting. You, it. you know, it's not like you just wrap them in a blanket and, you know, try to carry them somewhere. They, they've got, <laughs> that could be a weapon right there. They're, fi- oh, you bet. And they're feisty, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course. They're from Minnesota. <laughs> they're feisty. There you go, see? <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> Love it. All right. So you got. What else? We have, um, we had two orphaned juvenile great horned owls that came in. And a porcupine and some squirrels and bunnies. So that's kind of the the kickoff for the baby season. There'll be more coming. I'd like to know about the training to handle a porcupine. What do you do there? Oh, gosh, yeah, I don't know. Man, I've never never had never fed a porcupine <laughs> over there. I I used to feed. I don't now, but that's oh. a very good question. 
Probably just very carefully. <laughs> yeah, very carefully. Very Interesting. Yeah. Well, so Penny, um, what are the needs of Wild and Free right now? Obviously, you're going to want your volunteers back and, you know, you're, you're collecting dollars. But are there any mm-hmm. other things that you guys need? You know, we always have a wish list going. And the, probably the easiest way to deal with that, good question, is to go to our website. Okay. Wildandfree.org. All spelled out one word, wildandfree.org. Okay. And speaking of, Wild and Free... Same thing, spelled out, all connected, lowercase, at gmail.com will get you to our general manager, her email. Her name is Mary Roach. If you want to volunteer or if you have more specific questions and you don't find answers to them on the website. So there's a couple of good ways to contact. That's wildandfree.org or wildandfree at gmail.com. Penny, uh, just... Just a few moments ago, you talked about, uh, as a nonprofit, you rely on donations, and uh, you mentioned memberships. Tell us about uh, becoming a member and uh, some of the things that we get as a member of Wild and Free. I would be happy to. Uh, you get to, the biggest return is probably just the gratification of knowing that you're a member of a really cool animal rescue organization. Beyond that, you get our newsletter, which is not insignificant. It's full of pictures, it's newsy, it's chatty, tells you some of the backstory, gives you some good tips, um, recipes for making your own suet, that kind of thing. And we get you on that list for sure. Um, Let's see, membership, $20 for an individual, $30 for a family, $50 $50 for a business, and 300 for a lifetime membership. And again, as, as you mentioned, it's all nonprofit. It all goes to the animals. Right. So, and one of the things that's going to, in a, in a, a significant way, is our flight pen. We have, uh, like with the bald eagle that we just got in, it's really nice to be able to test fly oh, animals. Yeah. For uh-huh. example, to get a hawk that's had a broken wing or something like that. It's nice to be sure that they really can fly, go the distance, and therefore survive out in the woods on their own mm-hmm. as wild animals. So the flight pen is a big deal, and all the outside's finished, but we still have a ways to go. I think we still need to raise about $75,000. So memberships it might seem like 20 bucks, but, boy, you get enough people doing 20 bucks, and it's a big deal. Yeah. Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. All right. Now, you mentioned the uh, training that is coming up, uh, and I know in the past you've done the group training, so you're saying you're training individually. Do we need to sign up ahead of time? And I would assume we sign up at the website. Yes, and that would be good. Or you can can call Wild and Free at Garrison, or you can, although they're pretty busy these days, but either the email address, the wildandfree at gmail.com, talk about volunteering sign up for it would be a good idea uh, if we're doing it one-on-one which we want to do to try to be um practice our social distance vigilant. And, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> about the, the virus uh so yeah and actually it would be probably be a really good thing um i don't know whether it would be continued after all of this has passed but to get one-on-one training would be pretty cool yeah, yeah i think so too yeah yeah, and I know. Was that plus? Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say in the past, you also uh, were able to 
supply a couple of your volunteers to service clubs and and those types of things and and yes. put on the presentation. Yep. Now, obviously, that's not happening now, but that just keep is, it in mind. If we ever get back to normal, that will be available. I would assume. Absolutely, it's wonderful. It's a good thing, and uh, thank you for bringing that up. Bob and Char Robel do wonderful presentations to all kinds of. Uh, service groups around the area, lake shores, churches, Boy Scouts. Uh, if you have any kind of an organization, um, they will come out and do their uh, PowerPoint presentation, and it's wonderful. They've been with Wild and Free for years, and they've got mm-hmm. just so many wonderful, fun, and interesting stories <clears throat> and uh, pictures. And they can make it long or short, tailor it to your needs, and uh, it's uh, we ask for a donation, but there's no hard cost to it. So that's nice. a nice thing. That's great. Yeah. And, and we do still do, we're doing fundraisers, but not at the moment. Fundraisers is another way that we have raised some good um, don- money in the past. The biggest one of the year has been the garage sale, which generally takes place the end of May. That right now is postponed, but we're going to reschedule it. So. If anyone's listening and has heard of the garage sale, hang on to the stuff you've maybe saved to donate because we're going to reschedule for summer or fall. Okay, sounds good. Excuse me. Uh, And uh, if you haven't heard of it, um, watch for it on the uh, website because it's it's a big garage sale. And boy, is there some good stuff. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Good stuff. Yeah. And Penny, one other thing. I know in the past you've uh, done adoptions of uh, animals. Can we still yeah. adopt animals? You bet. Uh, you bet. Absolutely. And again, uh, you can adopt any of the animals that we currently are taking care of, like one of the baby bears. You get to name it. You get picture a picture, an 8 by 10 glossy. One's got to be a yogi. <laughs> now, wouldn't that be cute? Yogi. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, bragging rights, of course. So it's, yeah. kind of, it's a fun thing for for a lot of different occasions, I uh, adopted a bear for my husband for an anniversary. Oh, cool. Yeah, That's yeah that was kind of fun. Or kids. I did one for a, a six-year-old once, and they got to go to school and show and tell fun. That, they had, that they had a bear. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you adopt a bear but you or animal, loon, owl, whatever, but you don't take it home. We right. give you all the, all the peripheral fun stuff, but uh, we, we continue to, to take care of it yeah. on site until they're yeah. gone. But then you can participate in the release, too, if possible. That's, That's neat. always kind of cool. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Very good. All right. Well, Penny, is there anything else that we need to touch on before we let you go here today? Boy, I don't think so. Um, let's see. We talked about volunteering. We'd love to see anybody volunteer. We are going to have the garage sale. Um, we are asking them for donations, again, for the flight pen and for feeding. All the bears, they eat a lot of food. I and bet. that many bears, you kind of burn through a lot of the dollars just feeding bears. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, we're, we're again, practicing all the restrictions right now, but we are still an ongoing and viable concern, and we should be back in full swing shortly. We hope so. so we'd love yeah. to hear from you. All awesome. right. People that want to find out more can go to wildandfree.org. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You bet. Well, Penny, thank you very much. Thank you. Stay Appreciate s- the call. Uh, it was fun to do over the phone. I've never done that before. <laughs> you did a great job, as always. <laughs> ah, thanks. <laughs>
right. You thank, stay safe. Huh? You too, you, Penny. You too, Penny. Thank, thank you. you. Right. Bye bye. Thanks a lot. Bye. Penny Kaler is a volunteer with Wild and Free Wildlife Rehabilitation. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs can be accessed anytime on our website at 1067wjjy.com. And that's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. And you can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.